Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 94th edition of the Next One Podcast, the Wild Card Edition. Boys, we are in NFL playoffs, Wild Card Edition of the Next One Podcast. I am Ryan Connolly, along with Josh, Tom, and after a petty tweet from Coach Angel, we said, let's have Coach Angel on the podcast, and he is here. Boys, how are you? I feel feel like that girl who invited herself to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You made it. Boys, how we doing? Doing good. Doing good. It's been a long, long week, but I'm ready for, I'm ready for some playoff football. Josh, Josh, I love you. I love Lamar Jackson, but fuck the Yankees. Go Sox. Fuck the Sox. Go Yanks. I'm ready for some playoff football, though, and I'm ready to break it all down with the boys. I'm ready Long to be unbiased today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. For, for all those listening, Josh is wearing a Yankees jersey and Angel's wearing a Red Sox jersey now, I think in retaliation. But – as uh, Tom said, he's ready to be unbiased, so I'm ready to see that. So, first off, let's give our opening thoughts of the week. Um, I'll, I'll go first because this opening thought kind of bugs me a little. And it's about the Bills being the best fans in the NFL, the Fox uh, poll, whatever they do on Twitter. They do best fans. They do a vote. And the Bills won last year. They put a sign on Route 1 next to Gillette Stadium saying they're the best fans. This year... The Bills fans won again. They did the exact same thing. They put a sign right next to Gillette Stadium. And, I mean, Bills Mafia, Bill of going through tables, all that fun stuff. But tomorrow's the game. So we're recording this on a Friday night. Their stadium is not yet sold out. It's their first playoff game since the 1990s, and they still have not sold out that stadium. I know it's going to be three degrees. It's going to feel like negative 10. But how can a fan base be considered the best in the whole National yep. Football League and you have not sold? Like, they'll probably sell out, but it's a barely sell. If this game was at Gillette, it'd be sold out by Monday. It's a small stadium, too. It's a small stadium. You have hardcore fans. I don't think they have trouble selling at the regular season, and it's because it's going to be a little cold, and these Bills fans that act like they're so hardcore can't sell out because it's going to be three degrees. I mean... And you think I'm excited tonight, too, that they were easily available so yeah, it's a saturday night you don't have work i wouldn't go to a game if it was at gillette because it'd be 200 bucks it's only 30 bucks in buffalo i don't have the time to drive up to buffalo so <laughs> my opening thought is i think bill's mafia is fake tough guys honestly i mean if you can't sell out fake fans if you can't sell out your first playoff game since the 1990s you're a fake fan base that's a fact hey ryan let me add to that as of this morning oh boy you could buy a ticket to this uh, Saturday's game for $37. Uh, That's less than a Red Sox April game. That's insane. It's, it's embarrassing. The Bills Is the economy team. bad in Buffalo and New York? Like, I don't understand. It's because it's going to be cold. Like that's, I, People were making excuses. And if that was the same thing in Gillette, the Boston media would be going crazy saying uh, the Patriots have lost their fan base, blah, blah, blah. But when the Bills can't get us sold out stadium, you won the AFC East two years in a row. First playoff game, like I said, in 19, since 1998, I want to say, or 96, one of those years. And you can't sell out your stadium. I'm sure they will, but it should be one day and done. Those tickets should have been hot off the shelf. The tickets are at 30 bucks, like Tom said, and you can't sell them out. Embarrassing. Bills Mafia, embarrassing. Oh, embarrassing. And even, too, um, like $37, man. I mean – if I'm not even a fan of the Bills and I live in the area, I'd go for 37 bucks. Playoff football, the Patriots, Bills. I mean, 
That's insane. And I say I, I still think like last second ticket purchases, whatever. The only thing I thought of, I was like, all right. <clears throat> so in Pittsburgh, we're getting the snowstorm first on Sunday. I know you guys are getting it on Monday out in New England. I was thinking, all right, are they getting the storm maybe like Saturday? And people don't want to travel. And I would understand that because it's a pretty big storm. They're not even getting anything close to what we're getting. So, and also too, we've seen, play- I'll never forget a game as uh, Steelers, Bills, back in Le'Veon Bell days, it was 2016. And they got like almost a foot of snow that entire day. Thing was sold out. So I thought about it. I'm like, even still. So I love your point. I really do. The, the Bills Mafia, best fans in the world. And you can't even sell it for a playoff game. That's embarrassing. Like it wouldn't matter if it's just the stupid Fox thing that they get to put a billboard right next to Gillette Stadium that they're the best fans. Like if that wasn't happening, like it wouldn't be a big deal. Like, Hey, it's cold, whatever, but declaring yourself the best fan base and not being able to sell out within a day or two of the playoff tickets opening is embarrassing. But I, I digress. <laughs> or, uh, who wants to, who wants to give their opening thought next who wants to share. I have a feeling Thomas last no i'm not sure i have two of them i'm, I'm not sure which one i want to choose all right well i'll go Let's hear it. first first things first honestly as you heard earlier i am wearing my yankees uniform because i have after the ravens lost the steelers on sunday i have waved the white flag on the nfl season i'll still be watching the playoffs i'll still be betting with the playoffs just playoff football you can't go wrong with that but i'm i'm focused on the baseball season i'm focused on the bruins uh bruins season uh secondly I am negative for COVID-19. We beat COVID, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Survivor. Angel still full survivor. <laughs> Soul survivor. Bring him to Survivor Series. Main event. <laughs> and uh, thirdly, uh, I don't know if Ryan wants to peep this on Twitter or not because the viewers can't see it, but uh, we have my prediction. Oh, so there's a sign there. Tom's ignoring it, but it says, uh, I think it says Chiefs by 50 plus. Yes. All right. God. <laughs> uh, Coach Angel, well, give me your opening thought. I love you, Josh. So I still love you. <laughs> so my, my opening thought is the Dolphins made the worst offseason move of the year and we're not even in the offseason yet. And that's by firing Brian Flores. 100% agree with you. Fucking, how do you, what? Like, that's why bad franchises continue to be bad franchises because they do dumb shit. Bro, give me a give me a good to great head coach over a decent GM any day. Dude's been there 21 years as a GM, hasn't done shit. Brian Flores in the last two years alone has won 19 games. Last three years, he's falling two against Bill Belichick. Like I'll, he, I'll tell he, you exactly why they fired. He wanted um he wanted Justin Herbert, GM said Tua. Then he wanted to stick with Fitzpatrick. GM said Tua. He he pushed for the trade for Deshaun Watson. The GM said no. We like Tua. And then now reports are coming out that today or that he told Tua that he he wished they drafted Mac Jones over him. I don't. That, that's a report. I don't know if it's true or not. But that's that's crazy. I and, I 100 agree with you in that. Houston and Chicago. Um, interviewed him today. So I think he's going to get a Chicago job, and I think they're going to hit hit an A-plus. But I'll tell you exactly why they ha- they fired Brian Flores, and you hit it right in the head with the GM, that the Miami front office basically said, well, we haven't made the playoffs since whatever year they went there and they lost to the Steelers. 
they basically said, you know what, we need somebody to blame. And rather than having the entire Miami fan base hate our front office and hate the GM, that is the problem for the Miami Dolphins. They just want to point the finger at Brian Flores and say, you're the reason we're having bad success. You're not having success. We're bad. Get get out. They wanted to blame somebody, so they're blaming Brian Flores. It's basically the extent of that firing from Miami. Yeah, but they're not having bad success, bro. They won. Nine, like, they won from I'm, being. I'm talking like making the playoff success. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm telling you, when Adam, bro, if any coach that that saves the team after Adam Gates should get a reward because he's the worst coach in the history of of the history of football, and at any level, he's the worst head coach. Any level, Pee Wee, JV, high school, varsity, college, fucking Worcester State. This dude's the worst head coach ever. I agree, Adam Gates. And, and if you, frankly, I think three years ago, the year Lamar won the MVP. The first six games, they were losing by 30. And then they, they ended up winning, like, six games, costing Tom Brady a, a bye by winning the last game. And the next year, they won 10 games. They missed the playoffs by one. This year, they're one and seven. The team could have said, fuck y'all, bye. And we're not trying. They ended up winning nine games, eight out of the last nine. And you're going to fire him? Like, come on, man. It's upsetting too because it seems like the last couple of years that like, like kind of like what we've been saying the last couple of weeks with the Lions, and Dave Campbell. It seems like the Miami players, even when they get down and out about it in the beginning of the season, they still want to fight for Flores and play for Flores, and they play to win every single game, even when even the seasons where they didn't really have playoff hope, like not like last year or this year, but years prior to that when Flores coached, they they like to fight for Flores. And like I said, I think the only reason they fired him was they needed somebody to point the finger at, and unfortunately, it was Flores. Bro, and and the best thing is they did him a favor because thank Jesus, because. Chicago, Chicago's gonna be good. I think Justin Field is good. So hopefully he turns that around if he takes that job. I don't know why he would take the Texans job, but I, I could see him taking the Bears or the Denver if he um interviews for it, the Broncos. Yeah. Well, yeah. Broncos would be, I think, the best option out of those, but I think so too. For Brian Flores, you never want to see a man lose his job, but at the same time, as a Patriots fan, I'm very happy to see Brian Flores out because I'm sick and tired of watching him pants the Patriots organization. Brian, I was going to ask you, what is it about him? Because and nobody else had success against Bill Belichick. He it, does. It's former Belichick coaches. I, 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 first of all, Brian Flores, I think, is a good coach, so he doesn't count in this generalization. But Bill Belichick coaches, like coaches that coach under him, suck except brian Flores, really joe judge so joe judge too yeah so joe don't don't be me man i mean i mean i don't he like him. blows he I, blows I, bill brian i don't like him but three out of five years in tech and as a houston texans coach he led him to the playoffs yeah bill bill o'brien is a good coach joe judge blows no, <laughs> joe judge sucks but if if you look at their Overall, Bill Belichick's record against his uh, disciples. Belichick, for some reason, sucks. For some reason, their assistant coaches have the up on them. I mean, even Belichick lost to Matt Patricia when he was the coach of the Lions. Like, yeah. for whatever reason, Bill can't coach against his former uh, coaches. Against Brian Flores. From Brian Flores, I think Devin McCourty said it in a press conference that 
before this week, they're saying what's so, what makes it so difficult facing the Dolphins and Brian Flores. And I think McCourty said it was something along the lines of it's like looking in a mirror. They ba- basically played the same exact way. They had the same style. And Flores and knows that. He's an asshole, too, like Bill. Like a real asshole. Yeah. So, so it's I think they're just so similar. So I am happy. Hopefully, Brian Flores gets another job somewhere he in the will. NFC. Oh, he, he definitely will. No question. Bro. Hopefully, hopefully for the Ravens with Lamar. But I would, I would take him over Hallball right now. I'll tell you that much. Personally, I'm, I'm hoping it's uh, I like, I'd like it to be Chicago, but at the same time, the Patriots play the Chicago Bears next year because the Patriots face the NFC North next year. So, it's not like we're escaping. Brian oh, Flores. oh, yo, you know what, job, you know what job I think he should get if he applies Raiders. I, I feel like at this point they're gonna Raiders are probably gonna keep. Um, I forget his name. Their current head coach. Their, <laughs> I forget his name, but I don't think anybody knows. I feel like besides Raiders fans, like Richie, Richard, Richard, yeah, Richard, someone, something like that. I'll I'll look it up quickly. But he, whatever, whatever his name is, he's the first coach, the first interim coach to make the playoffs. I think in NFL history. No, he's, he's like forty something years. Uh, for I could be wrong, but um. Well, what's Thomas saying in the chat? <laughs> it's it's nothing. He's just saying something. But uh, I, what's his name? Rich Basicchia. That's his name. Rich Basicchia. So, I, got, I, got- I I I think Rich Basicchia is gonna keep his job. I feel like all his teammates are gonna uh, fight for him. Um, and right, uh, I didn't. I job. forgot to. I forgot to tell you this. So the opponents for 2022-2023 got released. Earlier, I don't know if it was earlier this week or late yeah. last week. Um, but this is obviously a year off in advance, but I'm trying to plan something. I am still planning on going to this game, but the Ravens take a visit to New England this some year, point, yeah. some yeah. point this next upcoming season. And I would love to be sitting next to you boys in the stands for that game. Like, per- personally, I think, uh, would I love to do that first of all, but I think. If I were the uh, owner of the Raiders, if I could get, if if I could get a uh, Brian Flores, I would get rid of Rich Pasicchia. But I feel like you might lose the players in that because I feel like a lot of players want to play for him because he's the first coach to get the Raiders to the playoffs since uh, twenty sixteen or something like that. Yeah, the Raiders don't keep him. Who hires him? Somebody might. I mean. Maybe, and I feel bad for uh, the former Houston coach. Uh, Cully. What's his name? Cully. Coach uh, Cully. David Cully. Coach Cully. Do you I, guys I think that – Do you? oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just saying I feel bad for him because I think before the season, everyone thought Houston would be 0-16. Everyone thought Houston was just a dumpster fire that would not have a chance to win any games. And they turned out to be a respectfully bad team, but not a garbage fire. Like, they got some – they played a lot of teams close. They, they probably, probably got the, the gem of the draft in Mills. I mean, potentially, you, you never know. Like He didn't play that bad. No, he, his last five games, he played really well, and everyone's comparing him and Mac. But you, you got to give credit credits too. He played well. He blew with the Chargers, and the Chargers were a playoff caliber team. They almost beat the Patriots. Almost so, cost the Titans the first seed. Yeah, cost the Titans. Well, Titans are the first seed. They almost No, cost almost cost them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they would have beat they pay him close, they would have beat them. They would have, you know. They beat the Titans the first time too. I mean, they beat a lot of teams. So, 
David Coley kind of got a little disrespectful there, but I think he made something like 18 million guaranteed to not coach. So as much as I feel bad for him, like someone that's making 18 million to sit on his couch, I'm not that sad for. So no. kudos to him. I mean, maybe he'll get another head coaching job, but someone that's going to make 18 million. I mean, he got his, uh, he got his money and. In NFL is Mike Tomlin. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's... back to Brian Flores. I wanted to ask this question because I know we said Chicago and Denver. If he decided to stay in Florida, took a quick, I don't know if it's a trip north or south, down to, down to Duval, you think he could turn Bro, around? That, you think he, he can turn around with Lawrence? That would be a good one. That's also you think a good he, I, don't, I would love to see that. See that kind of with Lawrence and with Urban Meyer on his way, well, with being gone now. I'd like to see if he could turn that around, though. He won 10 games with fucking Tua and Fitzmagic. He'll, he'll, he'll be all right with Trevor. I say Trevor's not a bad quarterback. I say it was, you know, back in this draft. So like, he's got to put a team on him. I wouldn't mind seeing Brian Flores of Jacksonville. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom, do you have your opening thought? Sorry to step away for a little bit. Um, yeah, real quick. Recipes to my grandmother. We love you. Keep her in thoughts and prayers. Secondly, um, I just want to say this, and I know that our listeners aren't looking at it, so I want to virtually and um, um, audioly or whatever it is, like how you listen. <laughs> I want you to look at. I just want you to picture me. Audioly. Audioly. <laughs> I just want you to vision me, Tom Croco, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, saying to you right now, and giving you the middle finger. Because everybody said they weren't making the playoffs. Ryan said like months ago, oh my God, you're not even making the playoffs. I tweeted out in October and I pinned it and I said the Pittsburgh Steelers are making the playoffs. F you guys. Steelers got blown up by the Chiefs. I repinned it. I said, I'm not worried. Steelers are still making the playoffs. Who's in the playoffs? Who's in the playoffs? Big, Benjamin, Todd, Roethlisberger, Sr., is in the building. He is oh, ready game. to make some noise. So, Tom, yeah. Tom, I want you to confirm this for me. Yes or no? Um, did Tom, um, your coach, did he um send Coach Staley from the Chargers a million dollar gift card or something? <laughs> Listen, because Ben Roethlisberger gave actually... you that gave you all that playoff spot more than anybody else. Now it wasn't Big Ben. It wasn't Najee Harris. It wasn't Coach Tomlin. It wasn't hey, fucking Angel. TikTok. It wasn't none of that. Whatever you say to me right now, this is going to be my answer. And this is Ben talking to you. You're not down with that. We've got two words for you. Bro, Donnie, no. Donnie, <laughs> first of all. The oh, it brings thing, me joy. Oh, it brings me joy. And guess who's all, back Sunday? The first who's thing. Who's back is, Sunday? The first thing is. You guys, you guys gave you guys gave the sheep a, a bye week, so the NFL might have might have kept the, the two bye week shit. No, honestly, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. Your team and the guy you talk shit on is the reason Steelers are in the playoffs. If you watch the game, you would see that's why they're in the playoffs. Why? Josh can get credit for that one at least. No, that you know why? Because a coach didn't want to take took a stupid timeout. That's why you're in the playoffs. Uh, all valid points. So I'll, I'll give credit credits to you, even though we had the emergency podcast where I let Tom gloat. So I thought maybe we get a little less gloating, but I was wrong. 
but Steelers are in the playoffs. What happened to beat unbiased? <laughs> no, no, no. When did I want some? Okay, well, the Steelers are winning. But, it's, but, Tom, Tom has not been biased. Tom's just been stating facts that he made the play. Okay, I'll agree. That's, that's true. Yeah, it's a fact. You, you can't yeah. make up the fact that the Steelers no, are No, no, it's, it's biased. It's biased when you say Big Ben is the reason why. So that's biased. Uh, he is. He's not. Yeah, that, that, that's just not correct. But yeah. I, that, yeah. 18. Exactly. No, 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 no. Big Ben literally. No, okay, Tom, brought- Tom, Tom, Tom. You love Big Ben. I'm asking you a question. Who you rather have on your team this year? Big Ben or TJ Watt? You can't compare having a quarterback or the best defensive player in football. You can't. Then, you can't you win a Super Bowl with just the best. De- Did the Rams win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, even though they had the best defensive player in football? All you talk about is Big Ben. Dude, I'm sorry. You can't. You can't compare Ben to TJ. Obviously TJ, but like. Then how come you, you don't can't... get TJ? When did I not? When have I not given TJ what credit? All I hear is Big Ben. Huh? All I hear about Big Ben, you, I, I see your um, Deontay Johnson jersey. I don't see your, your T.J. Watt jersey. Oh, I don't have money to buy a jersey. I got it for Christmas. Santa gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Santa gave it to him. Uh, and that was the, that's I can't the, spend money on jerseys, boss. I didn't start my job yet. Starting next week, though, or Monday. Maybe so, I will. Maybe I will. You know what? I'll save my money to buy a, bed, a Ben Roethlisberger, whatever Super Bowl it is this year in 2022. Super Bowl champs jersey with the Super Bowl patch. How about that? Okay. And then I'll brag about it buy, all over Twitter. Buy a Big Ben one, but not a TJ Watt one. <laughs> I'd buy a Big Ben one. I'll, I could buy a TJ Watt like fucking in, on, in August if I wanted to. You had 20 years to buy Big Ben and you didn't. I have three of them from a little kid. Little kid? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't need to keep buying Ben Roethlisberger jerseys, buddy. Why? Because he's overrated, right? No, I don't need more uh, than three jerseys. We, we, we have enough, we have enough jerseys. Josh is here. Josh is here, like eating popcorn. Yeah, Josh has been enjoying this whole time eating popcorn, <laughs> watching this uh battle. Well, we'll have plenty of more battles to get into that doesn't involve jerseys. So, Angel, do you have a Lamar Jackson jersey? Of course. Why have I never seen you wear it? I you wore it before. Josh, wait, where, hey, wait, 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 time out. Where's your Ben Roethlisberger jersey? You seem to talk about him on Twitter a lot. You're kind of obsessed. I now have, I've tweeted about him three times. I've seen you. No, I've seen you tweet more about Ben Roethlisberger than I have about Lamar Jackson. That's because he's been better? hurt. <laughs> he's been hurt, but he's been hurt, and he still had a better year than Big Ben. Okay, exactly. Well, Thank well, you. Well, let's let's get into some. I know uh, you're wrong when Ryan doesn't even agree with you, <laughs> dude. If I'm telling you right now, if if the Steelers had Lamar over Big Ben this year. They'll be the clear favorite. Hey, 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 by the way, Lamar Jackson, zero. Ben Roethlisberger, three in head-to-head matchups. Uh, what? That's oh, fast. Oh, oh, Lamar was oh. hurt, but that is yeah. fast. All no, right. no, no. When, when, ben and Roth, and when Ben and Lamar are on the same field, Big Ben is three and oh versus Lamar Jackson. Who you rather have going to this playoff game, Lamar or Big Ben? Ben. You're stupid. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything. Why would, I want, why, why would I want an injured Lamar Jackson on the field? Because he's better than an injured Big Ben on the field. Then why wasn't he playing the last five weeks? I don't know. Ask, ask Coach John. <laughs> I can't. I don't have his number. Do you have his number? No, he, he went for he went for two and he lost it. All that right. No well, let's get right. I, I want to get into some Patriots talk. I want to hear uh, all your guys' opinion about this game. So uh, Josh can finish eating his popcorn later. We'll, we'll probably get into more arguments. But – with this game, this game is supposed to be one of the coldest in playoff history. 
Ryan, we'll watch our playoff teams play. They can they can just watch from the sideline, make some bets. And... I didn't say nothing. Don't you pull me in. I've been eating popcorn this whole time. So, for some reason, Tom thinks I'm a Ravens fan, but go ahead. Well, you are. But I'm not. Uh, I'll give – Angel is saying he's a Lamar fan but a Patriots fan, even though he, he does a lot of Patriots hating because he's You're a – Patriots fan? I'm not a Patriot. I'm a Patriots fan. I'm not a Mac Jones fan. He hates you, Mac Jones, but you can oh, love. Yeah, the, you can't like it. To, oh my god! You can love your family, but hate your uncle. Come on there now. You, <laughs> you can't like. Your uncle. Yeah, Come on now. All right. So, so you're telling me you like all your family members, Tom? Ravens versus Patriots this year in the AFC Championship game with Lamar playing. Who are you rooting for if you're a Patriots fan? Probably Lamar, because the Patriots. Then you're not a Patriots fan. You know why? I've seen the Patriots win six titles. I haven't seen Lamar win one yet. Oh, my God. No, you're not a Patriots fan. You'd rather root for the player than the team. All right. Moving on. All right. you, root, you root for Big Ben over the Steelers. Huh? Oh, my goodness. Well, why do I have a Deontay Johnson jersey and a Minka Fitzpatrick jersey? Because you already have three Big Ben jerseys, and you don't, you're not going to spend more money on Big Ben jerseys. Come on, man. It's too easy. Uh, I've lost all control of this podcast. I don't have enough popcorn yet. And we don't. So <laughs> let me get let me get my question out so we can move on to it. So Josh Allen <laughs> has been all about on these press interviews because the game's gonna be cold, but it could be three degrees if you haven't heard. So this game's gonna be about three degrees, and he's talking about how he has trouble getting uh circulation in his fingers and toes. And he said that's gonna be a big problem just keeping those little piggies warm, as he says. He's always said that one day, and the next day he's asked about it again. He said the worst part about being this cold is when you get hit, it just takes a little more energy getting up and whatnot. And the fact that Josh Allen's talking about this, usually if a player was asked about, hey, what do you think about the cold? It's like, it's just like any other game. It's going to be cold. We just got to deal with the elements and play our best football. But Josh Allen's giving, like, reasons. He sounds Dominican. <laughs> he sounds Dominican, yeah. He's giving reasons. Warm blood. Why he could potentially struggle. Like, so, Ryan, so, Ryan, with you saying that, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Should the Bills? Invest in a dome stadium, but and I've seen all this. Like, I think they're talking about building the next stadium. They should build a dome. I like Mina Kimes. I think her name is. She was talking about on Twitter. All Bills fans talking about on Twitter. And the one of the main reasons you got Josh Allen on the Bills back in 2018 is because he could he has a big arm and he can throw the ball through the wind and play in the like a guy with a big arm like that shouldn't get affected as much by the cold. And the fact that Josh Allen's talking about this. And he seems so concerned about it. And the stats say games below 32 degrees. He has a losing record. He throws about high 50% completion percentage. It's If I was a Bills fan, how much he's talking about this. I mean, Mac Johnson said he doesn't like playing the cold, but he's trying to adjust to it. Josh Allen keeps giving reasons why he doesn't like playing the cold. And if I was a Bills fan, I'd be concerned about it. What, what do you guys think about Josh Allen talking about this so much? I think it's a definite cause for concern if you're a Bills fan because, and even the last time, I think they questioned um, when they first played in Buffalo and they beat them 14, was it 14-10? Yeah. The score, yeah. I think they questioned Josh Allen a little bit beforehand about like being cold and everything else like that. He kind of gave that, you know, that answer, the, you know, well, we'll have to adjust to the weather and, you know, play our game and we're at home. Now you're in the playoffs. You're the home team. And now you're complaining about the differences and it being cold and why it sucks to get hit and everything else like that. It should definitely be a cause for concern because now you're looking at Josh Allen and 
kind of piggybacking off the whole, you know, if this was Lamar, if Lamar's saying this stuff after playing in Baltimore in December and January and all those cold, frigid games, and all of a sudden he's in the playoffs, and oh, I don't like getting playing in the cold and getting hit and stuff like that. It's definitely cause for concern. Are those doubts in Josh Allen's mind now? Is there the Buffalo fans have doubts in Josh Allen that he's not going to be able to play in the cold, especially the Patriots are getting pressure to him, hitting to him, making it a bad night for Josh Allen. If he crumbles under that pressure because it's too cold, it doesn't like getting hit in the cold. I mean, why did you draft the guy in the first place? If you can't, if you can't play in the cold weather because you're scared to get hit because it takes a lot out of you, why are you in the NFL? Half the NFL teams play, have to play in cold weather games. So I think it's a definite cause for concern for the for Bills and for Josh Allen and for Bills fans. Yeah, and he's from California, but he plays football in Wyoming. Wyoming gets cold. Oh, and awesome. Angel, to answer your initial question. If, if I'm someone from New York or Buffalo and we have to take on this big economic investment, probably multiple billions dollars worth to pay for this stadium, if they get a new stadium, and if I'm changing my whole plans for one quarterback that can't play in the cold, then Josh Allen should not be my quarterback in Buffalo. I'm not, as an owner or someone that lives in Buffalo, investing billions of dollars just so one quarterback can play in the warm dome for 15 years because the cold is just too cold for him. Like, you drafted him for a reason. You got to play in the elements. And I still think Buffalo should be favored in this game because I think they are the better team. They're at home. But Josh Allen, like, how much the talking about this is, uh, I think, cause for alarm. Uh, wh- what do you guys say? I, say, I think it is. Uh, I just think Josh Allen, honestly, he just needs a, he, he needs a black or Dominican owner to build him a home. And then we, he'll be good. Fair, fair. Yeah, I think you need to get some balls. But other than that. Stones. If if they didn't put any names on on like the, the report and they said this quarterback does not like playing the code, I'm like, he's black. He's definitely black. <laughs> and there's the tomorrow. Do play in Wyoming. Like, bro, why I'm close to Wyoming. Wyoming's cold, bro. I feel it from here. Like it's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, what do you say? With the dome, <laughs> I smell bitch. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're going to throw in a dome because we want to be warm and we want to have a turf and we can have better home field advantage. Focus on selling your stadium out first, then talk about buying a dome with extra seats. I like this Tom that uh, isn't defending the Bills just because they're facing the Patriots. I like this unbiased Tom attacking the Bills a little here. No, seriously, like it's all talk. Like, we're the best fans in the league, yet you can't even sell out a small stadium that's outside. They're only talking about probably getting a dome because they can't sell out because it's too cold. Oh, I mean, I, I'll give the Patriots credit. I went to the um, AFC Championship game against the Chargers back all way in the day, 2005, whatever, with my dad, whatever it was. Um, or whatever. Yeah, like, back in the early, before 2010. That game reached uh, minus six, Right. I went to the Tim Tebow game in 2013, whatever it was. If that's uh, 2012. You know what? You know what? Five. sitting out there with his little soda and his popcorn, shivering his balls off. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. And uh, 2011, went to that cold game. It was uh, one degree out. Sold out Gillette Stadium. So yeah, but- shame on Bills fans. Gillette, and you're talking about Buffalo. You, you're going to see one of the greatest teams of all time is Buffalo Bills. The Bills won their 
AFC East. That's about division champs with the AFC Championship last year. I mean, yeah, they seem to be so invested. It's not even that, dude. It's not even that. It's the Patriots aren't putting billboards up saying we're the best fan base. As Buffalo dude. literally just put up a billboard saying we're the greatest fan base of all time. And you can't sell out your smaller than Foxborough Stadium for a home and- playoff game against your division rival. That's the whole difference between the Patriots and the Bills fans. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, again, like I said, I think the Bills should be favored. I, I have nothing against them being a five point favorite. I think at this point, but it just this whole, like. Oh, um, Ryan, how many points are the Steelers favored by? Uh, they're definitely not favored. They're definitely not favored. <laughs> they're definitely under the Bills conversation. They're, they're, I think they're plus twelve. Good. You're obsessed with the Steelers. Are they in your head? <laughs> Who? What? And they must be in your head. We were talking about the Bills and the new stadium, and you asked how. Done anything significant in ten years in my head? I I I think he's just trying to get uh on your nerves, Tom. A little Angel's very good at that. He's very good at just like, uh, like a death by a million paper cuts. He just loves just keeps keeps going. Hey, look, I love the talk. No, no, no. The Steelers are going in with underdog money. They know they don't have any chance to win, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. And Juju's back. Look, hey, look, 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 look. You wanted to sit there and say the Steelers were done. You wanted to say the Steelers were done. And here we are in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson's resting his injury at home. And the Patriots could be eliminated before the Steelers come Sunday night. And it bothers you. No, 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 no. It hurts you. It hurts you. The fact, so that's why we have to talk about the Bills in a new stadium. And you have to ask how many points the Steelers are favored by when you know for damn sure they're the, they're the underdogs by 12 and a half. I will go happily take the 12 and a half. Give it to me. Give it to me. Josh, oh, imagine you know what? oh my God, I cannot wait for Sunday. I cannot wait for Sunday. You thought, ask Josh and Ryan about the group chat. Yesterday, I started going off a little bit, right? And I'm getting like, oh my God. Juju's playing playing with house money. The best defensive player in football is going to get defensive player of the year, okay? The Chiefs aren't that good this year. They're a good team, but they're not as good as the old Chiefs. They're not. They're not. All right? So you just so, said on a win? You have a team playing with house money. Money, knowing it's Ben's. No, no. You know it's Ben's last year. They've been riding off that the last couple of games. All right, and that's been a momentum feed. Also, on top of that, I am so happy they got blown out a couple weeks ago. So happy they didn't win that game, and I'm actually really happy they got blown out because it can't be like it can't be that bad as it was a couple weeks ago. It cannot. So, Josh, imagine that they're getting hot right now. They're getting hot right now. We don't stand the chance. Kansas City, hold on. The Kansas City Chiefs had to win last Sunday. Had to win, right? But they let the Broncos put up 24 points on them. The Did Steelers can't do that. Now with Juju back in there? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's your Venmo? What's your Venmo? The Steelers put up more than 24 points on Sunday. I want you to Venmo me 100 bucks if you're so confident about it. What? Are you confident no, that you would you send me 100 bucks at the Steelers? Would you, you send me a hundred bucks if the Steelers put up twenty-four points on Sunday? If you're so confident about that, two hundred bucks the Chiefs don't win. Huh? Two hundred dollars the Chiefs don't win. I can't. I don't have that money right now. <laughs> then uh, are you betting? Um, I want you to send me fifty bucks if the Steelers put twenty-four points. He's putting hundred dollars. He's putting hundred dollars when you don't got two hundred. Like, bro, sit down. Yeah. What's up? Um, I can do fifty. So th- there's gonna be there's gonna be time and place in about like 20 minutes where we're gonna be able to talk about this. So oh, let's, back on top. Back on yeah, top. Let's get let's get the train back. 
question. Let me ask a question, Ryan, real quick. Oh, no. oh, if, if your starting quarterback said we don't stand a chance. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the injury. I promise that is on my list for. That's on my list for. We're gonna talk about. It. So we're gonna get that. I promise. Have that question on hold to remind me of that question in about fifteen minutes. So, with the Patriots, the Patriots also play a game, Wild Card Weekend. I know it's all about Steelers, but Patriots do also have a game. And Mac Jones, last time he was in Buffalo, it was windy. Is a Bad weather game. He only threw the ball three times. Patriots won 14-10. And Mac Jones is going to have to throw the ball more in this game to win. I think we all agree with that. It's, I think it's only a 13-mile-per-hour win, so win's not going to be a factor. It's just going to be the cold. So what do you guys think you need to see Mac Jones do in this game to win the game? How much does Mac need to do to win this game? Does he have to take over completely? Can the running game set up the play action, and he just passes just enough to get the ball downfield, score some points. What does Mac have to do in your eyes for the Patriots to have a chance to win this game? Well, we all saw our last game. We all saw our last game. The last time they played in Buffalo in that cold game with the wind and all that. We all saw that they couldn't keep up with the run game. Stevenson and Harris pretty much control the tempo of the game. I think you can use that. You can use Harris and you can use Stevenson. But again, I was referring to this before we even started recording is that you can't have Mac Jones throw three times. You can't do it. No matter how cold it is, no matter how if he's a rookie, a veteran, you can't have him throw the ball three times. I think you – I just like you said, Ryan, before I'm making my point, you can use the run game to set the play action, and I think Mac Jones has to make higher percentage throws. He could be, according to Angel, criminal check down Mac Jones – if it works. And I think that check down game for Mac Jones is going to work wonders for the Buffalo Bills. And then the Buffalo Bills are going to start cheating forward to stop that thing. And they're going to take shots over the top. I think the Patriots can hang with the Buffalo Bills, but you need to get pressure on Josh Allen, Mac Jones, you need, Bill Belichick is out trusting Mac Jones to throw the ball more than three times. And I think the Patriots can hang with them and pull off the upset. I'm taking the Patriots 24, 21 as an early prediction in over. All right. I, I like that. And, um, just one more thing before I uh, throw it over to Angel and Tom. I need to see more Ramondre Stevenson. I like Brandon Bolden. I think he's good for – I like when he's catching out the backfield. He always gets some yards after the catch. I hate watching the Patriots continuously on third and four. Brandon Bolden is in the backfield, and we hand it off to him, and he gets stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Like, I think Brandon Bolden – is a good uh he's done a really good job replacing James White, who's been injured all year. So he's kind of been the impromptu replacement for James White. But I need to see more Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson makes plays happen. He can make plays when there's nothing there. I think he's a really good running back. Him and Harris as a one-two punch remind me. I'm saying they're not as good as this one-two punch back in the day, but the Kamara and Mark Ingram back in like three years ago. That that's what they can remind me of. They have that type of Damien Harris, straightforward, Ramondre Stevenson, a little shake and bake and can catch out of the backfield. That's obviously Ramondre Stevenson's no Alvin Kamara, but I think Damien Harris is better than Mark Ingram. But I need to see more Ramondre Stevenson, less Brandon Bolton. All right, to you guys. So what what Mac has to do to win that game? What what do you see? What do, what does Mac have to do to win this game? Yes. He has to lead his offense to score at least 30. You, you don't think the Patriots defense is gonna be able to do anything? No, I don't think so, man. And I don't even think that. It's like, bro, it's it's tough. 
they, they played this team. Who, they played a better team three times the last two months. That's true. I, I'll... Bills have a better roster. It's not even close. So I think Mac is going to have to lead them down the field all day. I'd like, take Harris over single third. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> all part. A good point, but still. <laughs> Probably a punter over their punter, but that's about it. I don't even know. Dan Bailey kind of sucks the last like three months, but nah, he's got a refrigerator for a leg. But he does, but he's he he sucked. And I think we talked about. I don't, I don't know if Tom remembers because I think Tom was uh on the 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 Tom drinks a little a little beer there on a uh, last Monday. But I think we talked about for the Patriots special teams coach absolutely sucks. Yeah, it's like your Twitter. You hate him. I just saw his face and his face just started to piss me off. So I looked him up and like looking at pictures, pissed me more off and watching him on the sideline with the tablet, watching uh, is either the Brent Bolden hit or Christian Barmore lining up on the snapper. It was one of those plays. I think it was the Christian Barmore play and the way he threw the tablet on the ground, like trying to be like Belichick or Brady, how they throw the tablet on the ground sometimes when they're frustrated. It was, it was a wuss throw. Like it wasn't even a good throw. Like it wasn't a good anger throw to the ground. It was kind of wimpy. And I tweeted about this. Joe Judge should have been fired on the New York Giants, but I would gladly see Joe Judge back if this clown that we have at special teams right now gets demoted. I would be more than happy to see the clown that Joe Judge is be back as special teams coordinator. If I, I don't even feel like looking up his name, our current special teams coordinator gets demoted. He blows. He, he blows. But Tom, what does Mac Jones have to do to help the Patriots get a win on Sunday or Saturday? Mac Jones has to – when he – he's got to compose his body temperature, right? I mean, like, he's got to compose himself on the sidelines. He looks like he gets overwhelmed easily, right? He does. And we've seen now twice. Mac Jones gets behind, and two tests, can't do it. You know, another close one against the Dolphins, almost had a little bit of a comeback there. I said that, like – The Colts almost had a – Huh? I, I told I told Ryan that three months ago. If Patriots get down ten, they ain't winning. See, I wouldn't say ten. I think ten points they can still do it. I think if you hit 14, 14 to seventeen range, you know. So, but that, that's most like most teams can't come back down fourteen. That it takes the special offensive teams, the like Aaron Rodgers. Fourteen, you can. Fourteen, you can. That's pretty reasonable. Back to back touchdowns. A good team. And the Patriots said that this week. I'm, yeah, like I'll, Mac Jones, he's sucked the first three quarters of the last three games, but you have to give Mac Jones credit in the fourth quarter. He's given the team an opportunity, and it brings up a point. I'm but that, 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 that pick six is unnecessary. And a pick six in the playoffs, man, that's not going to – Mac Jones can't lose the, 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 the uh, turnover battle. And that's just what it, – it's got to come down to that. And Mac Jones lately has been throwing a lot of interceptions, having a lot of turnovers, and he's got to limit that especially on Saturday. I mean, it's going to be loud, sold out or not. I mean, like, they could be, like, a 1,000 seats short of selling out, but it's still going to be loud. I mean, it's, it's, act like it's not going to be loud in, like, a preseason game. Yeah. A bunch people of drunk knuckleheads. Mac Jones is supposed to be, like, a, a quarterback to take care of the ball. 21 touchdowns, 16 turnovers. I think I think 22, but, yeah, you're at 16 turnovers. <laughs> we got to get the extra touchdowns. Yeah, you, you got to get the staff for it, too. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. He also had four round lost fumbles that they recovered, so it could have been could have been twenty one. But 
but he didn't. So we'll, we'll say 16. But <laughs> but brings me to my other point that I want to mention on this podcast. So obviously, I'll, I've admitted Mac Jones has kind of sucked the first three quarters of the last three games he's played. He's played well in the fourth quarter each one. But in, so the Saints game, the Colts game, the Bills game, which they lost, the Miami game, which they lost, even, even the first Miami game. The Patriots have put the defense in position to, if they get a stop, to give the Patriots offense one more chance to win the game. And it, all those games, there's a reasonable amount of time. All those were before the two-minute warning. All the Patriots had to do is get a stop. And I wouldn't say the Saints have a great offense. I wouldn't say the Dolphins have a great offense. The Colts have a great run offense, but they just lost to the Jaguars, so they didn't have a great offense. And the Bills are the one team where they had a great offense, and it's hard to stop a team like that. But this Patriots team, when you need a stop on defense, they have not delivered at all in this game. Every close game, Mac Jones, hand up. He's been a part of these games, like why we've lost. But in each of those games I mentioned, the offense at least gave the defense a chance to get one more stop to give the offense the ball back for a chance to win for Mac Jones to have a drive, a go-ahead drive in two minutes in the game to have a chance to win. And we've, as Patriots fans at least, been robbed of being able to see whether Mac Jones can or cannot do that because the defense has yet to make a big stop to give Mac Jones a chance. Uh, if you're not throwing big sixes, you don't put your defense in that Yes, I, 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 I get that. But in all the games I mentioned, the defense, all they had to do is get a stop. To give the offense a chance. I and mean, it's you're talking about a defense that has potentially one of the two worst quarterbacks in the playoffs, him or Big Ben. So it's tough. I, I, I know. But, like, just like two of those games, if you could have got stopped, like, say, the Saints game and the Dolphins game like, last week, if just those two games where you give Mac Jones a chance to win the game, I'm not saying Mac Jones would have won that game, but to give him the opportunity and the defense has squandered it each time and – Mac Jones is not Tom Brady. Mac Jones is not a top 10 quarterback at the moment. No. But, but. they, they kind of did that in the Bucks game against Tom, and he couldn't get him in, in good field goal range. It was well, like a 59-yarder. And I'll give Mac Jones defense, fourth and three. We could have went for it. Bill didn't trust him in that moment. and a, That's his fault. He don't, coach, but, if you trust you, that's on you, not the coach. Talking as a coach. I, I can blame the coach for that because what if Mac Jones can get those three yards and keep driving? It wasn't because Mac Jones – couldn't he, he didn't get the opportunity he drove him downfield to get him in a spot where Nick Foley had a chance to kick and if that was obviously Tom Brady or a veteran quarterback he probably give Bill Belichick probably gives the go ahead to go four and four three and that was the fourth game of the season fifth game of the season and I, I still don't think Mac trusts Bill trusts Mac for whatever reason and <laughs> I think that is going to be Huge to see in this Buffalo Bills game. If, if Mac... Patriots third quarter are down 14 to 18 points, do they go to Brian Hoyer? No, I, I, that stupid NBC Boston tweet. That was just a troll tweet. No, I actually uh... didn't see that. I just asked that myself. I saw that one. Oh, no, yeah, NBC nah, Boston. You got you to gotta roll with Mac. You got to ride to the Bills fall off with Mac. Because if you take him out, it, it hurts him for next year. Because then they're like, well, if I get down on a huge game, they're going to put Hoyer in. You got to roll to the Bills fall off with Jones. He's, he's got, he got you there this year. Yeah. As a number one, Mac. Jones hater, I agree. Yeah, let him write it out. Yeah. And it, it worked out so well for Brian Hoare in that Chiefs game last year. It worked out so well. <laughs> Brian Hoare looked amazing in that game. So there, there's that too. But 
for me, this defense, they're the key. Matthew Giron's the key. I'm happy Christian Barmore will probably play in this game. I think Jamie Collins is playing. So, yeah, I think- say again? I think Mills is out. Mills is out. Well, more than likely, like if he was vaccinated and he tested negative, if he tested positive on Monday, he has a chance to come back if he's no symptoms, but it's a very slim chance. And Mills being out scares me. I mean, everyone's taking their shots at Mills, but he plays decent, bro. He's decent. He's decent. And have you seen what's behind Mills on the Patriots? Yeah, you. Yeah, like, <laughs> with my skill of like Jawan Williams. Bleh. Oh my Blows. goodness. Miles Bryant's the only one that has some decency, and he got cooked by Xavier McKinney against the Bills. Xavier McKinney cooked. First, do you do you double the second best receiver and then put McCordy on Diggs? So what what the Patriots did uh, just came out today. So the Patriots uh, activated four people off uh, their practice squad. Three of them are defensive backs, and the fourth one is the wide receiver. Um, I forget his name. The he, he scored two touchdowns against the Jaguars. No. Nah. I'm blanking on his name. I should have. That was an R. Uh, something. It's like Wilkins? Oh, Wilkinson. Wilkinson, Wilkinson. yeah. What, what's his first name? I have no <laughs> idea. Brian, <laughs> you've been, you been studying your opponent this week? H- have I been studying? <laughs> Wait. Uh, I'll say we, we – I think we're going to go six DBs, three down linemen, Make him run it. We're gonna dare. All right, I have I have a theory. Can I just say a theory real quick? Please. As Ryan long as it's lost not... his fantasy football trophy this week, and it, it looks a little lonely behind the screen right now. He lost his trophy that he said was going to be a dynasty at some point, and I think the hey, Patriots, still a chance. Imagine if the Patriots lose tomorrow. Coincidentally, the same week you gave away your trophy. You know, I, I'd be down pretty bad, but I've been thinking this week. I've mentally accepted the fact that the Patriots are not the favorites in this game. And I've accepted the fact that defeat could be in my future. It, it hey, could be. Hey, you could be like my team in 12 and a half point uh, underdog. That, that's also true. Yeah. I, mean, I still have full belief we're going to win. I, I, I love your passion, Tom. And a quick stat for you guys that underdogs have covered – 12 of the last 16 wildcard games. So obviously not win, but they've covered the spread. So, you know, Patriots are underdogs, Steelers are underdogs. Maybe the games will be a little closer or maybe one of the teams will pull out a victory. I'm assuming it's probably more likely the Patriots. I think it's more likely Josh Allen implodes over Patrick Mahomes, but. It's more likely that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens get rebirthed into the playoffs and the Steelers losing to the Chiefs. I mean, let's be honest. Ah. There's more of a chance that the NFL could be like, hey, look, Ravens, you're in. And the Steelers losing to the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, I, I like your confidence. All right. So, do we have any There's last more thoughts? of a chance I could be a father next weekend than the Steelers losing to the Chiefs. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. That can happen. Yeah. Tom, Tom's definitely uh, about to be a father, and he's just hiding it at this point. No, the goal was to have a kid the same Welcome to the club. Off. That didn't work out. Well, at, Josh, I was saying the the girl, they, could make, they could get married. Oh my goodness! All right, Josh, would you let your uh, son date my daughter? Hell no. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's a good question. Wrestling fans. (laughs) 
It's the quick response from me from Angel saying, hell no. Scott, <laughs> would you let your daughter date my son? Hell no. No, <laughs> no. That would never happen. But my son with your daughter, maybe. Vice versa, hell to the Hell no. A Steeler daughter and a, and a Steeler son and a Patriot daughter? A Tom Croco Jr. 2.0 is a problem. And I don't know if we want our family members to have that problem. <laughs> hey, my son would be a big Ben Roethlisberger fan. Could Josh, be an issue down the Josh, line, but we're good. Josh, just a reminder, Josh, wherever, wherever college I'm coaching when your son is 18, he has a free ride, baseball, shortstop. I, I, kept, I kept that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but, but just know the Rex's agenda is pushed on my teams, so. Yeah, he might be brainwashed into Red Sox fandom. <laughs> He's already doing that by my wife's family, so that's fine. Dude, I would turn four of my kids to Red Sox fans in in six months. He's already getting brainwashed by Red Sox family, my wife's family, so it's it's fine. So, with with this Patriots game, do you guys have any other, like, what is the number one key for you guys before we make predictions? What is the number one key the Patriots have to do in this game to even give themselves a chance to win? Pressure the fuck out of Josh Allen. I'll go Josh. I'll go with you on that. You have to keep Diggs under 100 yards. I agree with that, too. You Every ball that Josh throws, he should be on the ground immediately after that ball leaves his hands. You need to hit him on every play, make it an absolute tough night for him. Because – and I've actually watched – the. I've been watching um, the past, like, highlights of, like, a lot of the um, teams of this season. A lot of the games where Josh, been, Josh Allen has been pressured – he 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 might he won some games, but he would crumble under the pressure. That Jaguars game, how many times did they hit him? And he could do nothing on offense. And you know his, it was him, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, his counterpart, destroy destroy them. Yes, it was only a nine-six game, I think it was, but Josh Allen could do nothing on offense because every time that ball left his hands or he had on that ball, he was getting pressured relentlessly. You need to get a ton of pressure on Josh Allen to have faith in Mac Bill needs to have faith in Mac Jones. <laughs> to throw the ball, and I, like I said, I think the Patriots can upset the Bills 24-21 in overtime. Yeah, I, I don't know about them winning, but the key is definitely keeping Diggs on the wrap. I would double-team Diggs, put J.C. Jackson on, on Sanders or somebody else because Diggs, Diggs is the the key for that offense. It's usually, it's usually the quarterback or running back. But for him, or if you're the Chiefs, it's Kelsey. But it's usually, like, somebody else. But he's the guy. Like, they, they do whatever to him. They throw screens. They throw – they do little jet sweeps. They throw a deep double moves. You have to keep him wrapped. Because if Diggs is having a big game, then what that does is that takes another man out of the box. And now and now you have three guys rushing. You got to rush three or four guys. And even, even fucking Singletary can rush against four guys. Like, even he's not that terrible. You know, not even him. Or, or Zach, what is that, Moss? I love Stephon Moss, Diggs. Yeah. I love Diggs. You love Diggs? <laughs> Diggs. You do that to yourself. <laughs> I love Diggs with a double G, baby. Double G. Um, Tell look, I, I, so I dealt with the Stephon Diggs and the um, Emmanuel Sanders fantasy football year. I had Knox. You're, you're welcome for Sanders. Well, no, not, not not just that trade. I just – one league I had Diggs. The other league I had Sanders and Diggs. One league I had Knox. It's very one-sided. You're never going to see – and trust me, I, I can answer this because I dealt with this in fantasy um, in that one league specifically. 
you're never going to see Diggs and Sanders put up the same numbers because Josh Allen is Knox and either Sanders or Diggs, right? And I can tell you that personally. So personally, it's a it's like a two-headed monster right there. It's like, who, all right, who does Josh Allen want to throw to tonight, right? So you could prepare all week for Stephon Diggs, and then it's going to be an Emmanuel Sanders night, right? And then also don't forget in that last game at uh, Gillette, Sanders actually got pissed. There was a play in the end zone that um, I think, Josh, I think I was watching with you, but I could be wrong. Um, Diggs, uh, uh, Sanders got pissed in the end zone. He was wide open. And he had it was another a Patriots game in Gillette. It was a Patriots game <clears throat> yeah. in Gillette. We watched it because, yeah, that's right. Playoff game and I needed Sanders. Sanders had two drop passes in the end zone. And then Allen didn't throw to him one, one play and Sanders got all pissed off. Once that connection's cold, he's looking digs. So it's it's one of those two. You're never going to see the same production. And so I think the Patriots, <clears throat> you double up on – I would say for the Patriots, you double up on digs, and you let Sanders drop the ball. Because Sanders this year has been big on dropping balls. He has been Tom, big on not producing that well. Three double minutes up on digs. Knox is going to get his catches, yes. But that's that's my opinion on that take. I, I just said that like three minutes ago, but literally just said that. He just agrees. So, well, I was giving my fantasy football opinion on it too because I, I dealt with that. You know what I mean? Like that was frustrating. Um, that was in uh, Josh. That was in Pat's league where I had to deal yeah. with both of them. And then at the end of the season with that trade, I dealt with that again in our league. It's a it's a two headed monster. I was just doubling up on what, on uh, your take. I appreciate. I'm like, why is he saying everything I said? But I appreciate it. All right, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to give my keys. We're going to give our predictions, and then we'll go to our fake commercial break. So my keys. <laughs> fake commercial break. Yeah. My keys to this game. The number one key for me is winning the turnover battle and not turning the ball. If we do turn the ball over, not turning the ball over in our territory because the one touchdown the Bills scored – was off a turnover, that stupid Nikhil Harry returning. He, he was punt returning, he hit his face, and he's stupid and didn't realize it. And that's the one time the Bill scored touchdown that bad win game was off a turnover. So if we can not turn the ball over on offense, and I need Mr. INT to live up to that name and get us an interception, and we need a forced fumble. I'm not expecting two interceptions from Josh Allen, but I think an interception and a forced fumble are both possible. So we need those things to go our way. We need to be plus in the turnover. If we are, like I think Josh said earlier, if we give up more turnovers than we get, we're losing this game. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We need to force the turnovers and to be aggressive. And that starts with the offense and the offensive line. Isaiah wins out, but I think Isaiah won is a scrub, even though Justin Heron's also a scrub. So we'll see what that happens there. But Damon Harris needs to be the physical guy. We need to pound the ball, make our presence heard. And I, th- I think that's the number one key is physicality and winning the turnover battle. Those are basic football guy things. But Josh, you gave your score prediction. Angel, Tom, what are your score predictions? I say if, if Mac can get him over 30, I say 35, 32 pads. If Max struggles, I say 28, 10 bills. So, which one do you think it's going to be? Uh, 35, 32. I think Max finally has a good game this year. You think it's going to be that yeah. high? Even if Max does good, you think it's going to be that high score in that weather? Yeah. 
right. I'm surprised. Yeah, because right. I think um, I think Josh is gonna give the Patriots one easy touchdown, like he always does in tight games. I like that for us. Okay, if Angel's saying it, then I got some uh, I have some confidence. <laughs> All right, Tom, let's hear it. Give okay, us the what bad the news. Official, what's the official weather in Buffalo? It's um, like three degrees. Three degrees, 13 mile per hour wind, just no rain, no snow. What was the win the last game? 14. 40 to 50, I think, mile per hour All guess. Right. Um, I don't think the Patriots are going to make the same mistake. Well-coached Bill Belichick team. They're going to make Buffalo punt. I'm going to say, man, and I thought about I've, – I've gone left and right all week with this game just because it's a, it's a divisional matchup. Uh, as a Steeler fan, I've gone through this against the Bengals, the Ravens. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, um, unbiased Tom, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots 21-17. I just don't think – I think for the sole reason they can't sell out, Bill's going to – Not that's not the reason. I'm saying, though, like – I get what you mean. When a team, when a team is a lot of talk, they don't produce, Okay. And I've been through that as a Steeler fan, and that sucks. And I feel like the Bills are a lot of talk, um, especially when it comes to the Patriots. Also, too, I'm going to say this. A Bill Belichick team typically doesn't make the same mistake twice in a row, where I think they're going to they're gonna actually going to force Buffalo to punt the ball in the first drive. I think Buffalo only puts up 7 to 10 points in the first half. Um, give me – Give me the Patriots, 21-17, maybe 24-17. I got New England in this game. So, I don't know then if I, I should be more. Then I got Pittsburgh visiting Tennessee in the second round of the playoffs. So, that would mean that you're going to go to um, either Bengals or Raiders if you're Steelers. You're gonna go, yeah, you're going to go to uh, – who's the three seed? Bengals uh, or Raiders. Bengals are the you're gonna go to- three seed. Oh, the Raiders are busy. Oh my God, the Raiders can have a home game. If the Steelers yeah. win, the Raiders win. If the Steelers and Raiders win, the 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 Raiders will have a home game. The Raiders and, can't have a home game. Yeah, they can. If Pittsburgh wins, they're at Tennessee. If, if and all Raiders underdogs are, win, that's <laughs> if the yeah. somehow pulled. If the Pittsburgh miracle. somehow beat Kansas City and the Raiders win, the Raiders have a home game against the Patriots. If the if the Steelers, Patriots. Bro, and bro, Raiders the, win. The Steelers are not. If, if all three wild card teams win, uh, Angel. If all three wild card teams win, it'll be Steelers, Titans, Patriots, Raiders in Vegas. Wow. Who would have thought? Oh, I love that. I love that. Give it to me. It's far fetched. Oh my god. Yeah. Give uh, it to me. Oh man. <laughs> Tom, we'll, we'll get to the one second. Six at five. That'd be, that'd be I crazy. didn't even think about that this week. <laughs> that'd be crazy. But I don't know if I should be more concerned or less concerned that everyone's picking Patriots. I'm sh- I know the national media and probably local media aren't picking Patriots. And I was going into this podcast thinking I was going to be the uh, lone renegade. I th- maybe I thought Josh was going to agree with me because I did remember he picked Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. But I thought we'd be the lone soldiers, the lone cowboys picking the Patriots. And all of a sudden, Coach Angel – and Tom are both picking Patriots, and I, I'm the homer of this podcast, of course, so I have to go Patriots, and this team is probably, what they've shown, 
the seven game winning streak, they were doing everything right. They're all cylinders. Everything's working well, but the last four games they've lost through the last four. The team has not been putting together an all cylinders, but I think for whatever reason, my blind faith is going to say that the defense is going to put it together. It's the third time seeing the bills. They're going to learn from their mistakes. Belichick's going to have something up their sleeve. I'm the opposite. I think it's all on Mac Jones. Mac Jones, 22, I mean, 16 of his 22 touchdowns were against non-playoff teams. And I, that's true, but I, I think... I did the math. I looked it up for another argument. Somebody else. Research but, Angel. <laughs> but, bro, 16, he threw six touchdowns against playoff teams. I, but I think the only two playoff teams were the Titans and the Bills because Chargers didn't make it. Times, Bills, Bills, Cowboys, Bucks. Oh, yeah, true, true. I, I was just thinking about the teams we beat. So, yeah, I mean, that's not it's not great, but I'm putting so, my faith in Bill Belichick. Game, you're going to win. If he doesn't, you will lose. Yes. I, I, Bills, bro, if I'm the Bills, I'm putting eight guys in the box. Matt Jones, go for 400 yards. I do not care. If Matt Jones beats me throwing 400 yards for a touchdown, I tip my cap and then go to the offseason and go golfing, happy. But if, if if the rushing game goes for 260, three touchdowns, and they beat me, I'm I'm mad at myself. That's fair. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Patriots. And, oh, yeah. And I think it's I think Mac Jones is gonna throw the ball 20 to 25 times. I think he's gonna have close to 200 yards. He's gonna be efficient. It's gonna be all his passes are going to be based off the run play action, sucking the defense in. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. The cold's going to get to both teams. It's going to be a grind. I'm going to go something along the lines of, let's say, 20 to – I'm going to go weird score here. 20 to 18 Patriots. Uh, I don't know how. I think it's going to be a close game. I like that I like that score. I like that score. It just Safety feels like a weird – a weird playoff score. I don't know how they're going to get to that point. Maybe miss PAT. Maybe it's going to be a weird playoff game. Go for two. Go for two. It's going to be wildcard weekend. I think this is going to be one of the crazier games of the weekend. Wildcard weekend always provides crazy games. I know it's, I'm going to be a stress ball. I think it's going to be a wacky score. So I'm going 20 to 18 Patriots and quick one last thought before we, uh, go to Steelers here and I have my little game planned. Who's under the most pressure in this game? Josh Allen and the Bills or Belichick? Sorry, Angel, say that again. All right, can you repeat that? You came in a little bit. You're on mute, Angel. There you go. Yeah, I was saying I was saying the Bills because they're playing a, a superior, I mean inferior team. They're the favorites. Like there's no way they should lose that game. They're at home. They got a number one defense. They got a top five quarterback. They got one of the top ten receivers. They got an okay coach. And you're playing a rookie quarterback on the road. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think all the pressure for the Patriots is on Bill. Just for if Bill cares about the Tom versus Bill, this is like a huge game. If Bill can win on the road with the rookie quarterbacks, that helps him. Nobody's going to kill Bill for losing this game. That's what I'm saying. Like no, if, I, if Josh and the Bills lose, that's going to get more headlines than if, if Bill wins. Oh, Bill loses, I mean. So that's why for the Bills, in my opinion. I agree. I think if the Bills lose this game, I think people start asking a lot of questions about Josh Allen, their coach, Coach. their 
their team. Like, is this team good enough to win? We just lost to a rookie quarterback uh, at home. So I agree with you, Angel. I think all the pressure is on Josh Allen and the Bills. If the Patriots win, if the Patriots lose, some people still say it's a successful season for the Patriots. Some people will say that. If the Bills lose, they'll say it's a total implosion. And trade the team, move them to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, two Seattle teams. But they'll say that even though the Bills won the AFC East, it's still the this game basically decides whose division is it right now. Is it the Patriots or the Bills finally? It's, it's like, bro, it's like in 04 when the Yankees won a division, but the Sox won the whole thing. Come on, yeah, now. exactly like that. So, Tom, Josh. Who's more pressure on? <laughs> I, I I honestly agree. I think the pressure's on Josh Allen and the Bills. Like Angel said, you're the home team. You're at home. Apparently, you can't sell your stadium. But besides the point, <laughs> and I 100 agree with Angel. It's it's gonna get a lot more headlines if Josh Allen and the Bills lose, supposed to if Bill Belichick loses, because everybody in the in the media world, except for us, we all pick the Patriots. Pick the Bills. Dale Belichick has a rookie quarterback. His defense is, has new pieces this year. Still trying to learn how to gel and play together with Judon and Van Noy coming back and all that. It's not expected for Belichick to win this game unless you're in the Patriots realm and Belichick realm and caught up in all that, you know, bonanza. I think the pressure's on Josh Allen to perform. They're, Josh Allen went to the AFC title game last year. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much go back there or bust for the Buffalo Bills or go to the Super Bowl or bust for the Buffalo Bills because you should be better than what you were last year. If you're out in the first round to a division rival on the road with a rookie quarterback, with a rookie quarterback, I mean, I think it hurts the Bills more with a loss than it would the Patriots because nobody even expected the Patriots to be here this at this point this year at the beginning of the season. Well, there were people who said that they should be here, right? Let's not get that twist a little bit either. I think the pressure's on Bill, and I say the pressure's on Bill because he loses on the, uh, Saturday night. Brady comes in and has another playoff when all of a sudden Brady is 4-0 in the playoffs and Bill Belichick is 0-1. And I think all the pressure's on Bill for that reason. And look, Are the here's the other reason why. Bucks have a championship. Hold on, hold on. Can I – let me finish my point. Okay. Well, then I won't have my point then. <laughs> Listen, the Patriots were the number one seed at some point in November entering December. There's no reason they can't win – Okay. So you the Ravens will have an opinion. Angel, let him finish his point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, the Patriots were the number one seed at one point in November and December. With you saying, Ryan, that the Patriots should have a chance to go to the AFC Championship game. The pressure's on Bill Belichick to get to at least the second round. And you know what? If they lost the divisional round in the playoffs, that's fine. You know what? The divisional round is fine. But all of a sudden, you lose Saturday night against the Bills. And Brady's 4-0 in the playoffs, beating the Eagles on on Sunday. So, I'm just saying, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of talk from Patriots fans and the media and everything saying the Patriots could go to the AFC Championship. They wouldn't be surprised to go to the Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden, they lose in the first round of the playoffs. And the Bills at some point this year were mediocre, where people were saying, Josh Allen regressed. The Bills aren't this. They aren't that. I mean, people well, have let me ask you this. the Patriots. Let me ask you this. And not the Brady versus Bill spectrum. Let's just yeah. say that. Let's just say that's not even off the table. Yeah. Just in, I'm not a football fan, but I know that the Bills are the home team and they've done better than the Patriots this year as far as record-wise. Yeah. Who's the more? Who's the pressure more on as far as like the generic NFL? 
I still think Bill. Still think Bill? Okay. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I just. Oh, it's, don't be sorry. I, I, the, the generic football fan would know that, look, the Patriots were the number one seed at some point. Had a seven-game winning streak, and they were predicted to at least go to the divisional round. And all of a sudden, you're the number one seed deep in the – not like it was early. It was pretty deep. And you're one and done in the playoffs. That's pretty disappointing. Well, the Ravens even I think the, the pressure's on the Bill. One seed, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just think the pressure's on Bill. Josh Allen still has a, a long career left. He went to the AFC Championship game last year. You know, so I, I just got to put it on Bill this year. All right, Angel, your rebuttal. My rebuttal is he's, he's drunk. That's my rebuttal. He's just on crack. Bro, who's favorite this week? Um, the Eagles or the Bucks? Bucks. Who's favorite this week? The Bills or the Bill Belichick's team? Bills. That's all you got to know. Oh, so we're going on favorites every week. No, it's not. Oh, Bills team. They're, 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 they're on the road instead of hosting a playoff game for a reason. If they were better than the Bills, like you portray they are, they will, they'll be hosting this game and not the Bills. So, is that so and Tom Brady's in the championship team. The Patriots are not a championship team. You have some homers who, who thought they were, but I was telling everybody that they weren't. Right, Space. Not me. Definitely not me. But <laughs> like, fine, right? The you only way I, I'm, hey, I, I'm still saying the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl. So, and they're not going to be a fan of the team. So. But the, the only way I, I would agree with uh, Tom is if the Patriots lost in a blowout fashion to the Bills. Bills just rout them. Belichick can do nothing about it. Then I would say that a lot more questions are about Bill Belichick. But if this is a close game, Patriots lose in a nail-biter. Josh Allen just makes more plays. Then it's just the Bills are a better team. No harm, no foul. Obviously, Belichick's not going to look tremendous. But at the end of the day, I still think Patriots fans, a lot of them are still going to see us a successful season. Whereas if the Bills lose, then people are going to say blow it all up and start over again. And I don't think people are going to say that if the Patriots lose this game, whether the Patriots get blown out or not. But I, I digress there. Um, I wanted that to be quick, but we, we always get into heat, heated arguments here at the next one podcast because it's it's on site here. So it's on site. I have a game for us to play quickly, then we're against Steelers, and we'll wrap this puppy up. So, I can't. I got some questions. So, I'm seeing a lot of uh, uh on Tom's timelines, always on my Twitter timeline, talking about Tomlin, Steelers, and all that. So, we have a little game called Who Coached It? Tomlin versus Belichick. And I'm going to have four questions to ask you guys. You're going to tell me who's that or who coached that. Was it Bill Belichick or Mike Tomlin? Easy enough. So, who has a career-winning percentage as a head coach of 67.4% regular season and playoffs? 67.4%. Oh, if it's, if it's and playoffs, Bill Belichick. Yeah, I think it's Belichick. Tomlin. All right, so the first one, that was Bill Belichick. Mike Tomlin is 63.4% in playoffs and regular season. Not that far behind. Quarterback, that's impressive. <laughs> okay. Next one. Who was a defensive coordinator for one year before becoming a Mike head Tomlin. coach? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, Tomlin Tampa Bay. Come on, dog. Was it, wait, was it both of them? Oh, so is this coach spent only one year as a defensive coordinator before becoming a head coach? Tomlin. Oh, one Tampa year? Okay. Bay. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom Tampa Bay. Yeah, it wasn't Belichick. Belichick so, won two times. 
So you're right, but it wasn't it wasn't Tampa Bay. Tomlin spent somewhere else one year before, and he was never the defensive coordinator in Tampa Bay. He was a Baltimore? defensive backs coach. That wasn't oh, Baltimore. okay, yeah, yeah. He was a defensive coordinator for the Vikings one year before. The greatest team of all time. Yeah, 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 My fault, yep. No worries. Bill Belichick spent six years as a defensive coordinator and won two Yeah, Super I knew Bowls. Bill had more than one year under his belt. I, see, I didn't hear the one year. That's what I thought it was both. So Bill spent, a, like, Tomlin spent a lot of years as a defensive back coordinator. Belichick did the same thing. So I'm just saying as a defensive coordinator. All right. Who won Coach of the Year in 2010? Tom Brady. <laughs> Bill Belichick. I think, that was I, funny. That was funny. That I was think funny. it was. I think it was Bill because I don't remember the Steelers being. Were they? Were they a juggernaut in 2010? No. I think it was the. I think it was the Patriots. Won to the Super Bowl and lost. Or won. I think that's the year they beat the Cardinals. No, that was the year they. I think it was the year the Patriots say, lost to the Giants. I wanted to say Tallman, but that was wasn't that the. That was the. Wasn't that the really good year with the pick? Was that the undefeated season? No, that was 08. I think 010 is the second time they lost. I think right. I think it's Bill. Yeah, I don't think it was Tomlin. I think it was Bill. I think it was Tomlin. Because I think that's the year they lost to the, to the Steelers. I mean, to the Packers. So, no, I, wasn't I think it's Bill. Final answer's locked in. Bill. Yeah. It was Bill Belichick in 2010. And wow. it's a fair question because Mike Tomlin won in 2009. Mike I'm 3-0 oh, right now. Mike Tomlin won his sole coach of the year in 2009. Bill Belichick won in 2003, 2007, and 2010. He hasn't won won in 12 years. Yeah, it's been a while. That's crazy. So my final question I have here, I think this is the toughest one, at at least for me, because I I really know the answer. Who has been the head coach for more defensive, NFL Defensive Player of the Year award winners? Mike Tomlin or Bill Belichick? Who has coached more defensive year as a head coach? The head coach? Definitely. I think Bill. But I'm not sure. Tomlin. Tomlin. I'm going to say Tomlin. Tomlin. You say Bill Angel? Yeah, I say Bill, but I could No, I'll say Tomlin because the only one I remember is fucking, uh, what's his name? Gilmore. You know what's funny, Angel, is every answer you've given is Mike Tomlin over Bill Belichick. Is he a better coach to you? <laughs> I think so, yeah. He, he made the playoffs with Big Ben. <laughs> I'm right. just stealing, man. I don't even say that. And the I final said, answer is Mike Tomlin. Yes, sir. Mike Tomlin I got all of them right, baby. There we go. Mike Tomlin coached James Harrison in 2008 and Troy Palomalo in 2010. And, and TJ Watt. Wait, who was, <laughs> who was 2008? Who was 2008? James Harrison. He was, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And TJ, yeah. I wrote TJ Watt TJ. potentially in 2021. That's oh, what it's, it's, look, when you're 11, when you're 11 years old, when you're 11 years old, you really don't give a fuck about offensive and defensive player of the year. That's true. <laughs> that's uh, true. I, I, start caring. I still don't. I still don't care about it. Yeah, that's true. I found that <laughs> yeah, question I mean, honestly, inspired well, by TJ it'd be Watt. Cool with my team. Other than that, if my team had no running, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But TJ that's Watt why, and the running. That's why I don't care. Because the Ravens have nobody. Everybody got hurt this year. Angel, you are correct, and Stephon Gilmore is the only defensive player of the year Bill Belichick has coached as a head coach. So, Stephon really? Gilmore. Wow. So, let me start in one. Over you went with Ty Law and Revis and shit? Wow. Defensive player of the year. Only Stephon Gilmore. 
Bill's Bill had Bel- a lot of good defenses with Tom Brady. Me, me and Ryan have had this talk. I think Bill Belichick is overrated as a head coach. Listen to this. Actually, I saw a good stat today. Let me let me just show the stat real quick. So it was an NFL memes post. They were making fun of Brady, but I thought this was a cool stat. The percentage of career playoff wins without without a top ten defense, not with without. Mahomes has a hundred percent career playoff win percentage without a top ten defense. Peyton Manning, seventy eight point six percent without a top ten defense in the playoffs. Drew Brees, 77.8% without a top 10 uh, defense in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, 54.5% without a top 10 defense in the playoffs. Tom Brady, 11.8% win percentage in the playoffs without a top 10 defense. And you know what's scary about that stat? And that's why last, I, last yeah. year's last year's Tampa's defense, I feel it was a top 10. This year, not even close. Yeah. Wow. Those are damning stats right there. That's a, that's a surprise, right? Because – that's the surprising thing is because, like, he has all these top 10 defenses and he only has one uh, defensive player of the year. Yeah. That's true. But he, he also, he's also has zero rings without Tom Brady, the head coach. And Tom Brady has one without Bill Belichick. So. Very true. All right. So, um, before we get into Steelers, I just want to give you guys a quick update. I have not tweeted it, but so we did a pick them for the last weeks and the results were very shocking. Tom when let's see I one two three it. four five six seven eight nine ten eleven tom went 12 and four i, and did. Good. I did not do good yeah josh josh went on one two three four five six six and ten oh. and i really yeah. wanted that tie to win that tie really made so it you predict a tie i think i went uh something like nine and seven one two three four five six seven eight nine oh, i went ten and six so Josh went, tw- I mean, Tom went 12 and four. I went 10 and six. Josh went six and 10. So, I mean, for the travel chiefs, that week that puts Tom dead in the Are we doing pick for the playoffs? Um, hey, time out. Did I beat you guys because of that? Yeah, yeah, you beat us both in the things. Yep, hey, Josh, acknowledge me. I still have the best record, baby. Don't you dare. What I just asked, you said yes. Yeah, this week you beat us. That that overall, I saw the best record overall. Uh, I, wait, I really, Tom, Josh? Wait, what, what was your record this week? I'm not Tom, saying Tom. this week. I'm saying overall in the. I know. GIA I know. What was your record this week, though? Six and ten. Tom catches up overall. I'm pretty sure. If I'm doing the math quickly, that puts Josh at 28 and uh, 33. Yeah, 28 and 33 puts me at. Uh, 31 and oh, ah, damn it. Say and it. Come on. Let's see. Let me do the quick math. It puts Tom at 32 and 28 and one. So I won. Yeah. Yeah. Based off pickums. Yes, sir. <laughs> so the pickums <laughs> did Josh in. Josh, the tribal chief, the head of the table, finished last. <laughs> I also started six weeks later. What did you think was going to happen? Uh, I also started six weeks later, and one back-to-back weeks had to pick six games rather than three. Uh, we'll see true. We'll see what happens next year. We're going we're gonna to clean slate. Igno- hey, as Brock Lesnar said to Roman Reigns last week, acknowledge me. Oh All right, so let's, let's get into Tom Steelers. We're gonna wrap it up with Tom. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it because we're just gonna we're gonna do the talk in the field. We're not gonna talk about the seals right now. He's just been talking about it. 
So us three will talk about it and Tom can just listen. And uh, if you want to talk about the Steelers, all right, fine, fine, fine. All right, here we go. So, the Steelers are Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. All of a sudden, bombshell news. Ryan, if you have the bombshell effect, put this in the podcast. Bombshell news. I'll do it it for you. Juju Smith-Schuster is back. Here's the thing. That's heart. (laughs) That's dedication. That's love. He's on a one-year deal with possibly one game to go, and he wants to play. That's heart. I love Juju for that. So give him credit for that. Because he get hurt again and screw up a season next year, and he's choosing to play. Big Ben's last season, the entire team's riding on it. Thirdly, I'm going to say this, thirdly, the Steelers are playing with house money. The Steelers can lose the game, right? And everyone say, like, yeah, we told you so. So Pittsburgh's playing with house money. More pressure is on Kansas City than it is Dude, Pittsburgh. that sounds like the, the opposite of the Bills, Bale or Josh Allen argument. Like, what? So then anyway, 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 <laughs> don't, don't rain on my moment. Don't rain on my moment. This dude made the argument ten minutes ago. I can't talk about the Steelers. They're going to keep interrupting me. Oh my god! Tom, four's yours. So here's the thing: everybody said in this podcast, you, you, you said that they were not making the playoffs. And guess what? I said even after the blowout, I said to Josh straight up, I said, "Not worried. They're making the playoffs. I'm not worried. It took luck." It's so luck, but that's a destiny. Like Alberto Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio from WWE says, it's my destiny. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers' destiny this year. Big Ben's last year, going in as a seven seed, knock off the Chiefs, the powerhouse. Take on Tennessee. They can beat them. They've already beat them this year. Tennessee's okay. I mean, like, they're going to get Derrick Henry back, whatever, and I get that. Fine, whatever. As Stephen A. Smith says, I get it. I get all that, all right? But my dear friend of mine, he would say, then he started talking about one of his dear friends, whatever. And um, it's fine. I'm not worried. I'm really not worried about Sunday. And everybody that asks me on Twitter is like, oh, congrats. You made it to get your dicks put in. I don't care. I What you say about Ben, what you say about the Steelers, all the hate, I don't care. We're in the playoffs. I don't care. We can get blown out Sunday. I'm going to post the video. Emma, my girlfriend, sent me a video. She recorded me at the end of that Steelers game. I was crying. Like, I literally was crying. I'm going to post it, put it on Twitter, and at the next one podcast. You guys can re- uh, retweet it, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found the video. <laughs> I was actually crying. I was like, oh, my God. Dad, I, think you sent, I think you sent it to us in the group chat. Yeah, no, I sent it to you guys in the group chat. I was actually crying. Everybody can say what they want to say. I don't care. I don't care. I get to watch a playoff game on Sunday and you guys just get to go on DraftKings and bet on it unless you're in Massachusetts and you can't. So you're just going to have to actually Angel will be using Twitter to at me and say how bad we are. Josh can just use DraftKings and bet against them and not say anything. And I respect that. Actually, the best part about it is Josh has given the Steelers respect. Angel sat here and said how bad the Steelers are and how bad Ben Roethlisberger is. But yet here they are seven seed. Angel, you're on mute. <laughs> you're on mute, Angel. <laughs> Yeah, keep him on mute. Don't tell him. <laughs> anyway, say something. <laughs> I didn't say the Steelers suck. I said Big Ben, which is a fact. He's been oh terrible. Oh, my God. And here we go. Big Ben on that on that Monday Night Football game is the reason they won. What? On that. on Ow. I bit my tongue. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you, you, Tom got too aggressive there. Ben's the reason that they won on Sunday. 
Okay. That can't be that hurt. That fucking hurt. His voice. That is the reason that they won on Sunday. Okay. Josh didn't admit it too. Because Josh texted me the game. He's like, congrats, you win. Congrats, you win. Like three times. Because he knew every time Ben had the ball in his hand, he was going to make a play. And he did. The Steelers on that final. The Steelers on that. Uh, the Steelers on that game. Don't, drive. don't, don't put me in that book. Because I don't, I, I didn't say that, that I felt like I said the big Ben had the ball in his hands. He's going to make a play. Listen, listen, I said that because you were right. playing the Ravens backup. And there was no chance they were going to win. What's big that fourth ben, down and eight? Got third and eight, first down. Big Ben, third and six. First down. Big Ben, third and four. First down. Big Ben, fourth and eight. First down to win the goddamn game. All right? Ben Roethlisberger said he didn't even know what was going on. He just wanted to win the game. I would not trust Mac Jones in that situation. I trust Ben Roethlisberger over that because of the experience. He's been there before. So, so I've got a question for you guys, the last one. Who you rather have going to this week? Good, good. It's your last question. Good. Big Ben or Mac Jones? Hey, I'll playing, playing against Big the ben. Chiefs. Big Ben playing against the Chiefs. No, just just as as your playoff quarterback. No, 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 no. Just Big Ben against the Chiefs. That's what the matchup is. You can't make any other matchup. It's what the so matchup. I'd rather is. have Ben versus the Chiefs I, or Mac versus the Chiefs. My question, however, I want. I think I think it's just who would you rather have as your quarterback on your team, Big Ben or Mac Jones? Big I'll say Roethlisberger. Crazy. He's won in Kansas City in the playoffs before. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I would he- take. I would take Ben over. I, I trust Mac Jones because I don't think Big Ben has an arm left until the fourth quarter. If, if you look at Big Ben's stats, he doesn't have an arm left. Did you not watch the game Sunday? It was on national TV. You watched Tom, it in Boston. Tom, let me speak now. Let me speak. Yeah, I'll let you speak. Okay. <laughs> so if you look at Big Ben's stats, the first three quarters, they are this guy needs to retire. Stat kind of stats. In the fourth quarter, he does rise up. He does have good stats in the fourth quarter, but. The first three quarters, the whole season, he has been very bad, very below average. And I'd rather have Mac Jones being able to throw the ball the whole game than get a one good quarter from Big Ben. All right. Now, I will say this. Please let me say my point. I will say this. I 100% agree with you, Tom, in that Big Ben is the reason they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'm going to put the shoe on the other foot. If yeah. the Ravens would have won that game, and if the Jaguars and Patriots and Raiders all would have won, the Ravens would have made the playoffs. I wouldn't say that Tyler, that Huntley is the reason the Ravens are in the playoffs because it wasn't. Steel, Big Ben is the reason the Steelers beat the Ravens, but the reason they're in the playoffs is because Jacksonville pulled off the upset and the Los Angeles starters decided to take a timeout. But yes, Big Ben fought, and the Pittsburgh Steelers fall all the way to the end. Congratulations to them. They're in the playoffs. However, I do not think Juju Smith-Schuster playing is going to make a difference in that, yes, is another weapon for Big Ben to throw to. He hasn't played football since week four or five of the NFL season. Only he's coming one off, play. One play. He's, he's coming off a shoulder injury. Yeah. One good hit, and that shoulder could be gone again. Yep. The Chiefs are at home in Arrowhead, loud and in charge Arrowhead, and they are the – they're one of the Super Bowl favorites. I think Juju playing will make it a closer game than what it was without Juju playing, but I don't think it's going to change the fact that the Steelers are not going to not going to get past the Chiefs. But congratulations look, to the Steelers. They made it. I'll give you 100% credit. They followed way to the end, and they lucked their way into the playoffs. No shame against that. The Ravens would have done the same thing if it happened with the Ravens. They would have lucked their way into the playoffs. But I don't think it's going to change yeah. the fact that the Steelers I- aren't going to win. I don't disagree with anybody taking the Chiefs, all right? 
I don't disagree at all. If you take the Chiefs, you, you should take the Chiefs. You should take the Chiefs. Go ahead. Like, you should. And they're the favorite. But if you've watched every play of every game this season, like, if you've watched every play of every game this season and you know what this team's about, you have more confidence. You watch, Angel, you probably watch the highlights of the games and you probably just look at the stats, right? I, okay, keep talking for me. I like it. And um, you don't understand the Steelers are playing with house money right now. Ben Roethlisberger, they're riding off of Ben Roethlisberger right now. Like, let's be real. It takes me back to the Jerome Bettis days. The Steelers entered the playoffs with Jerome Bettis, who fumbled the ball and almost lost him the, the season, and Ben Roethlisberger making the shoestring tackle in 2005. It reminds me of Peyton Manning, who was a broken-down wrench. I was living with Ryan at that point, right? And Is that 20? That, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was living with you at that point. Yeah. And um, I just – I'm. it's total Peyton Manning vibes right now. It's total Jerome Bettis vibes. It's like – the football gods are lining everything up right now. I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to win on Sunday because of the football gods, right? I'm just saying this. I got I actually got to hang up soon. Um, but it's in the Steelers' hands right now, and they have nothing to lose. And I think Pittsburgh has a better chance than a lot of people think. And on Sunday night, I'll get all the ads on Twitter. I'll get all the tweets the direct messages, the text messages. If Kansas City even goes up 7 nothing early, I know I'm going to get the reaming of it. But I think Pittsburgh has a chance. It's not going to be a blowout. And I'm going to take the Steelers by three points. All right. Good score prediction. Um, Quick quick one juju thought I have, and then we're going to get score predictions, and we got to wrap this up because – um actually, I, I, got, I actually got to hang up in like a couple minutes my dad yeah, yeah. Just... we have like three minutes on the zoom so we're just gonna finish in the next three yep. minutes yep. so basically juju coming back would be big for a team like the patriots that don't have a number one weapon i think the steelers probably have two close to number one type receivers on the team close, i'm not saying they're definitely number ones but yeah, i think they're better than twos claypool is a joke i mean but claypool can make plays and I'm not he sure. Made, he made game-changing plays uh, since that um, since that blowout loss come, slash comeback in Minnesota. He actually he was the reason that big Najee Harris uh, play last week against the uh, Ravens made a huge block, made a couple huge blocks the week before that. Almost like he grew up in the last couple weeks. So like he can be trash, but you know what? You as the viewer don't look at the blocking game either from a receiver. I do, but keep keep saying I don't know football. I appreciate if you're, it. If you're an Akil Harris fan, then maybe. But also the, the the Patriots, I mean the Steelers don't have this guy, so this is why they're not gonna win. We're screwed without AV. Yeah, so I'm gonna give a score prediction. Um, I don't think, I, I think your best chance is for the Chiefs to be sleepwalking in this first half and then wake up the second half. So I'm gonna go something like. I, I think the defense is going to be respectable. I'm going to go 28 to, we'll say, 28 to 10 Chiefs. I'm going to say 31 to 24 Chiefs. I say 35 to 14 Chiefs. Oh. Well, here's what I have to say to you. The Steelers are going to win, and this is all I have to say to you. If yeah, it's video. Do it. We've got oh, Wait, wait, wait. Suck it! <laughs> <laughs>
And that's coming from Big Ben's mouth. If you're not down with that, even though he's not terrible on the mic with that, he's like, if you're not down with that, in his baggy jeans, I'm like, all right, Ben, come on, we gotta up the style up a little bit. He has to spill. He's got. Yo, I was actually watching that video. I'm like, wow, that was actually the style back then. And I was looking at like people in the audience and stuff, like the baggy stuff. I forgot that was like 2008. That's when baggy jeans, baggy shirts were the style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Big Ben was in his prime. That's also true. But we're gonna have to wrap it up here because we're gonna kick off the Zoom call. And there's a chance next week the Steelers can be in and the Patriots can be out. It'll be called the Next One Podcast for the Steelers. Mathematically, yes, but chase, you could also chase the seven podcast. You you could also mathematically win the lottery, and we both know those two things aren't going to happen. But <laughs> until yeah, the next the one, Colts. until the next one, thank here you we go, so Steelers, baby, let's go! Thank you so much for listening, and until the next one, we'll we'll, we'll see how we're feeling after Steelers, this. Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders. Here we go, baby. Wild card weekend. Wild card teams are winning and sweeping. Go Pats. He's on crap.